Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Yesterday we told you about the uh, situation in Georgia, this uh, young girl killed by an illegal who had been previously arrested, should never have been in the country, should have been deported as soon as he was arrested the first time around. Sanctuary city laws helped him to evade federal law enforcement. Think of another time or another circumstance where local law enforcement is told to actively subvert federal law enforcement. It only happens on this issue of illegal uh, aliens in the country. That's the only time that law enforcement I'm aware of is told, don't help out your federal counterparts on this issue. Go against them. That's not even just, you know, don't you don't have to help. It's try to help the... Uh, People who are breaking federal law hide from federal law enforcement. You you will not get that on other issues, I can assure you. But on this one, somehow, uh, the Trump campaign, and Clay mentioned this, I think, on the show yesterday. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while. I've been saying, and you can go back and, and check on this one, we've been hammering immigration as the primary issue in the country for six months or more just because of the numbers and because it has become so obvious that the country is deluged right now with this uh, illegal migrant wave. And the Trump campaign is already moving to tell this story and to make people aware of this narrative. This is an ad that deals with Lakin Riley's uh, murder already that has been put out by the Trump campaign. We'll play it for you. Um, go for it. Following some breaking news out of Athens, Georgia. Two colleges have canceled classes today as police look for a murderer. Lincoln Riley was described as a shining light. The dean's List nursing student. Police arrested 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra. Ibarra crossed into Texas illegally back in September of 2022, then was released into the United States on parole. 
confident this border is secure. We have a secure border. We agree that uh, the border is secure. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. The border is closed. The border is secure. We have taken unprecedented action. Look, the border is not open. Fox News can now confirm that Jose Antonio Barra was busted last year in New York City. But ICE didn't even have time to put in a detainer on him because, hey, he was already back out on the streets. I think it's an effective ad, Clay. I think it's going to resonate. And, and here's part of why that straightforward narrative of events is not what you get from passing coverage in the or you know, a passing read in the media. They they will say things like Athens, Georgia man arrested or, you know, they they do what they can to obscure the full extent of the illegal immigration component uh, and the federal government's failure here. Uh, to protect people. I, I think this this and other ads like it are really going to resonate. I, I don't think there's any doubt. And some of you out there would even be drawing an analogy, I think, to the Willie Horton ad that George Bush Sr. ran in 1988, if I'm remembering That's right. uh, correctly. Uh, that just, it, Can I just want one thing on the ad? I don't want to interrupt yeah. what you're saying about the ad. Do you want to tell everybody what happened and then I'll... Well, I mean, for people who who have forgotten that, and I, I think I'm, I've am i got the Willie Horton ba- basic... Uh, Willie Horton was a criminal in Massachusetts who was let out under soft-on-crime Dukakis furlough. furlough. Uh, and then he raped a woman. Is that what happened, Buck? And, raped stabbed, and her, stabbed her boyfriend, yes. Yeah. So and they, so that they decided- story crystallized sort of left-wing Michael Dukakis in many ways um, and uh, and and went a long way, it seems, towards the, the, whole, the victory. The whole idea behind the these Bush sort of furlough programs was even for serious felons, if we just let them out, everything will be okay because, you know, they're not going to reoffend. There's always the soft on crime. People always talk about reoffender stats, and they try to play games with the numbers to suggest that people who are serious criminals won't be criminals again when they go out, and that was the idea behind the Dukakis, who is a, a you know a joke now in, in perpetuity, furlough program, and this individual was on furlough and did something horrible and heinous and should have been in prison, and two people's lives were dramatically uh, you know changed, hurt, damaged as a result of this. It's an ad. I mean, it, it, what, what could be a more straightforward ad? I mean, I think that it was... You know, now they always say, oh, that there's... It was they racist. Said, they yeah, say it was racist. Say. Uh, the the point is that this put people in jeopardy, and this was a stupid program, and that was all true. And the reason Democrats are still so sore over the Willie Horton ad is that it was true and it worked. Yeah, and that's why I think the Lake and Riley death has the potential to actually change things. And I don't think it's it's too far, Buck, to say that Lake and Riley. There's a very good chance you would probably still be alive if Donald Trump were president of the United States. Because if you look at the raw numbers, about 75 or 80 percent of the the illegals would not have been able to come across the border. And so the odds would be that this individual who allegedly committed this murder would have never entered the country in the first place. And I think the reason why Democrats are panicked is Gallup came out with a poll today, Buck. That said, what in, what issues do you most care about? Immigration is number one. And the amount of people that care about immigration is skyrocketing right now. White, black, Asian, Hispanic. Overwhelmingly, people care about the southern border. Which is why Biden feels compelled on Thursday 
to go to the border, Buck, and I think it's going to be hard to not talk about this issue. There's there's uh, reasons for people of all backgrounds, all ethnicities, all socioeconomic status in this country to be very upset at what's happening at the border. You can be a a minimum wage worker, uh, minority or white, doesn't matter, and you understand why this is a problem for you. You could be, you know, an upper middle class small business owner in a suburb and understand why this is a problem for you. And and I would say that at, at a certain level, I'm not sure everybody thinks of it this way, but in the background, they should be thinking of it this way. We're a country that that has a lot of um, uh, with our people, we have a lot of obligations on us. We have uh, taxation obligations. We have the possibility of even being drafted in the military, having to give our lives. The government demands a lot of compliance from us. We saw this with COVID in a way that is still enraging you and me. And maybe we'll get to that Dr. Phil clip later. But our government demands a lot of us. And one of the primary demands really is you have to obey our laws and do what we say. You know, you get to live here. It's a privilege to live here, but you have to obey the law. And with illegals on a whole range of issues, that doesn't apply. And we wonder, I think a lot of people sit around saying, why do we feel that we have all these obligations to a system that will, you know, if you or I don't pay our taxes, eventually we're going to prison. They will take away our freedom and separate us from our families. But people can come into this country, avail themselves of the resources, demand resources from this country and suffer no consequences like that whatsoever, I think eventually people understand that this is the dissolution of the rule of law. This is what ends up happening. People say, so so they don't have to obey laws, but I do. Why? Why is that the case? And they won't change the laws. They'll just keep on not enforcing the laws. This is really damaging. I also think this is taking ownership of a story. You know how so often I think Democrats are better at messaging they say, oh, are you not going to condemn white supremacy? How often have you heard a Republican ask that question? Ask yourself this. Have you ever heard any statewide official, because I haven't, in the last 20 years come out in favor of white supremacy? I, I can't remember it ever happened. I can't remember a governor. I can't remember a senator. Buck, we've talked about before. I can't even tell. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I don't believe I've ever met a white supremacist in my whole life. I can't even tell you who one would be or where they would live. And certainly they're not in positions where they're getting elected to statewide office and they're powerful. I would just say, usually what do people say? Oh, David Duke. David Duke is from like 1988. Well, like, I, I think we all somebody. know if you, uh, if you walked around the streets of, say, New York City, where I grew up, as a known white supremacist, or if you were espousing white supremacist views, you would be attacked violently, uh, and you probably would have no one back you up, and nobody would go to prison for it. So it's what white supremacy is actually really the only belief system that I can think of in this country where your public support of, of actual true white supremacy would result in you being hospitalized or killed and the justice system doing nothing about it. Wasn't that a premise in, like, Die Hard 3? Didn't that Bruce Willis have a racial slur on, like, his that is uh, right. billboard walking around Harlem and, mm-hmm. like, everybody was willing to kill him just based yes. off that? And and no one was going to do anything about it. So, yeah. it, you know, they tell us that white supremacy is everywhere. Meanwhile, white supremacy is truly the only belief system real white supremacy that I think you could be killed for and probably nothing would happen to the people who killed you. And not only that, certainly if you take it outside of even violent behavior, if you're photographed marching in a white supremacy rally, your life is over. 
I mean, they will track you down. They will get you fired. You will not be able to hardly have uh, an email address before they're finished with you. My point on that is Democrats force that conversation by having their allies in the media regularly say, oh, do you condemn white? I mean, how many times has Trump been asked to condemn white supremacy in his career? A thousand? Right. I mean, all, it's just every, a version of when did you stop beating your wife? And that's the, it's, it's the old political trick. It's slimy. It, it's underhanded. But this ad, I think, in advance of Thursday, Biden put out a mealy mouth, milk toast statement about the death of Lakin uh, Riley. But when you listen to that advertisement and you hear everybody in the Biden administration saying the border's secure, mm-hmm. there are no issues, it's impossible not to have to answer that question. And, and you know, it's one of the things that the left does in this country on on the issue of elevating a whether it's George Floyd, George Floyd or Michael Brown is they say, well, this because we'll say this is so this is so rare. such yeah. a small percentage of violence that occurs. They say, no, but this is state backed violence or this is the state failure, meaning police officers engaging. So it's so much more to put aside whether that's even a, a fair analysis of this. Uh, meaning that, you know, it, it should be treated so differently than other violence. Um, you know, cops are human beings, too. Human beings make mistakes as well, right? But put that aside, what happened to Lake and Riley is the result of state policy. Yes. It is the result of government decision-making. She is dead because the government decided it is more important to have illegals in the country than to enforce our laws. That is what happened. So it, So all these people say, oh, we can't, you know, I saw this, we can't base our immigration policy based off of one incident, Oh, we're supposed to base our law enforcement policy yeah, off I of know. one individual incident. And they have all these excuses or reasons or rationales. But our immigration policy, which is also, in this case, clearly a function of government decision-making and government failure, it's not supposed to be instructive about how our immigration policy should go going forward. Why? They have no answer. And to your point, I think you made it earlier this week, the murder of innocent people by illegal immigrants is far more commonplace than the murder of unarmed minorities or unarmed people, period, in the United States. I mean, again, the data reflects you're far more likely to be killed by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet uh, if you leave your home today unarmed than you are by a police officer. If you just look at any point in time at the L.A. County, I think they've actually pulled it off the Internet before, the L.A. County most wanted list, you will see that there are a lot of people who have certain things in common and probably aren't in the country legally. Yeah. And and we're told that, you know, illegal immigrants commit no crimes. And you sit there and you say, well, hold on a second. What is the immigration status of that list? What is the immigration status of, you know, and you actually look in the numbers and, yeah, sure, it might be a small percentage overall, but the point is they're not supposed to be here at all. So if, yeah. if illegals kill 100 Americans a year, I'm sorry, I know we got to go. But if illegals kill 100 Americans a year, th- that's 100 lives where the government has failed. We'll take we'll talk about that. We'll take your calls when we come back. Uh, if you're a family member still holding on to all those videotapes made over the years, time to digitize them so the memories can be saved forever. Actual videotape. You know it starts to disintegrate? That's what happens to video film over time. It doesn't last forever. A lot of you probably don't have VCRs anymore, but you still have the VHS tapes. Why not preserve those memories while you still can? Our friends at Legacy Box have the largest collection of VCRs anywhere. They keep buying them. They've got hundreds of them in Chattanooga to be able to play all of your old VHS tapes that may be getting stored up in the attic, down in the basement, places where it gets hot, it gets cold, where the temperature is not consistent. Chattanooga, Tennessee, my home state, my mom's home city, they will get you hooked up 
and preserve your family memories forever. It's not just VHS tapes. It's also film reels, uh, slides, old family eight millimeters. Whatever you've got, they can turn into digital files. They have already taken care of a million and a half families, and they can take care of your family too. Uh, we love the results. You can love them as well. All you have to do is go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay, and you'll save 50% right now. Preserve your family memories. It's a good time of year. You made it through the holidays. But, man, how great would it be for the next holiday season to be the star of your family by preserving all those great family memories? Why not do it now? LegacyBox.com slash Clay. 50% off regular prices. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. We are joined now by the woman who should have won every Pulitzer Prize for the last uh, decade or so, Miranda Devine. Just fantastic work at the New York Post. And Miranda, we wanted to have you on because there is a temp now, and we should have maybe seen this coming. I'm curious if you saw it coming, 
as we move closer, we're about eight months out from election day. They're trying to run Russia collusion. I don't even know if you call it 3.0, 4.0. They're trying to argue that Russia is trying to put Donald Trump in the White House again. And they're trying to call into question the Hunter Biden laptop again. Are you astounded that they would have the gall to attempt this again? For people out there who may not be paying attention to this game plan right now, what in the world's going on? Yeah, look, I should be astounded um, because it's just so preposterous. But the, the the lies and the dishonesty that we've seen from the Democrats, from the FBI, from the DOJ and from a lot of the media just means that I'm actually not surprised by anything anymore. You know, I, I think as cynical as you are, you can just be more cynical um, from what we've seen pretty much since Donald Trump arrived on the scene. So um, I think they're desperate, the people trying to prop up Joe Biden. Um, he's such a terrible candidate. And um, the corruption allegations that are coming out of the impeachment inquiry are so lethal that they're clutching at straws. And they've seen this Smirnoff um, indictment of this confidential human source, this FBI informant, as kind of manna from heaven for them. So they've just grabbed it with both hands and run with it and jumped the shark big time because I just think even, you know, to, to their sheep that, that read the New York Times and the Washington Post and the MSNBC viewers, it, it's just implausible. It really is. You have to be brain dead to believe that it has anything to do with Hunter Biden's laptop, which has been proven over and over again as being legitimate, was authenticated by the FBI when they had it in December 2019, etc. So it's ridiculous. Um, but as you say, I mean, there are brain dead people out there voting. You know, Miranda, I... I come from a world where, well, you're a journalist, so same thing on sourcing, right? But protecting sources and methods and uh, keeping lines of communication open for future sources, very important. I can't even think of a time. I mean, Christopher Steele's dossier, the entire thing, was a lie, right? None of the Steele dossier, was, and in fact, much of it was corroborated as false, right, or proven to be untrue. And there was never even a notion that he would be prosecuted for lying to the FBI. Like, this just didn't even come up, didn't even happen. And yet now they're going to prosecute a guy. Why? Because if you're the FBI going forward, you got to assume that if somebody's going to bring you information, they're going to remember, if I get on the wrong side of the politics here, they may decide to lock me up. Well, look, it's even worse than that because they have in court, in open court, gratuitously blown Smirnoff's cover. This is a guy that worked for 13 years for the FBI. He was born in Ukraine. He spoke Russian. He was an Israeli-American dual national, has lived here more than half his life or about half his life. He's 43 years old. He was paid six figures, I'm told, hundreds of thousands of dollars over that period by the FBI. The information that he was bringing back to his FBI handler was very important. It was used in at least 20 um, trials and convictions of criminals. He testified in those. His contacts with high-level Russian spies, Russian intelligence officials, um, were what 
the FBI was paying him for. They were sending him out into very dangerous situations and getting him to gather information, gather passport copies and so on of these Russian officials to try and recruit Russians as spies. And he was coming back and reporting this to his handler and his handler was memorialising that in these FD-1023 forms that were used in trials, in criminal trials, as I said. So this is a guy that has been sent out to do these things and suddenly his contacts with Russian officials that were why he was being paid by the FBI are being used against him in court to show, to try and prove by David Weiss's prosecutors that he is a danger to national security, that he's peddling Russian disinformation and he's going to be trying to impact the 2024 election, interfere with the 2024 election. So they have basically thrown this former, trusted, confidential human source to the wolves. They have exposed his identity, put a target on his back, and even the the magistrate judge in Nevada, who actually granted him bail, was sceptical about some of the information and also said, you know, you've just given me a quarter of your motion is irrelevant to the question at hand, which is whether or not we give him bail, and sort of questioned why they had to go into this gratuitous detail about which Russian official he met here and, you know, that he was on a yacht with with a Russian assassin. And it was extremely detailed and there was no reason to do it other than to permanently incapacitate Smirnov as a spy or an informant. Um, And the other interesting wrinkle in this is that just reading the indictment, it it seems to me that he was also, uh, may have been working for the Israeli, for Israeli intelligence. He certainly was working for the Israeli government in 2002 when he was in his early 20s. And there's um, a suggestion, or not suggestion, there's a reference to the fact that he was um, recruited a, a couple of people, including a Russian official at a consulate in Israel, on behalf of the Israeli government, and that he kept that Russian source that he got when he was working for the Israeli government for at least 20 years and was reporting back on his contacts with him to his FBI handler. So he may have also been an Israeli spy, which makes this all the more curious and sort of mixes it up perhaps with Joe Biden's hostility to Benjamin Netanyahu. Miranda, I'm not sure if you guys have even decided, but you're in New York. Assuming this trial happens with Alvin Bragg, March 25th, they start to select the jury. Do you anticipate going daily and sitting and watching this? What do you think the circus is going to be like in New York City if Trump is going on trial and they start to pick that jury on March 25th? I I mean, it's just like all the other trials, isn't it? Of course, it's going to be a circus. And, um, you know, we've had already what we've had. So this is Stormy Daniels. We've had uh, the case in New York about if, with Judge Engeron um, that fined him a huge amount of money for, you know, some completely, uh, you know, fault-free um, loans that he got. Um, and then we also had this, that silly other case where he was fined a huge amount of money um, by that woman whose name escapes me. E.G. Jean Carroll. Yeah. 
yeah, e.g. and Carol. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's just circus number three, I guess. And we um, will see the usual thing, which is that um, the, the sort of left-wing media will portray it as Donald Trump's just an evil monster and should not ever be near the White House again. And Donald Trump will try and spin it into a positive for him where he gets free media and he can make statements and this is part of his campaign. I actually don't think that that is going to be positive for him as the campaign proper gets underway. Probably worked for him to distract from his primary opponents um, previously, but I think when it comes down to it's just him against Joe Biden, I think it will be negative for him that he is constantly portrayed um, as, you know, being under siege in a courtroom because people sort of automatically assume, uh, who aren't as cynical as we are, um, that you must have done something wrong if you're being prosecuted, especially if you're being prosecuted all sorts of places and in all sorts of ways. Randy Devine, everybody, get laptop from hell. And very important reading going into this election cycle once again. And also look for her latest columns at NewYorkPost.com. Miranda, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks, guys. You know, there are certain realities that we deal with as we age. For men, testosterone level dropping especially if you stand in line alone, apparently, and get ice cream, according to Clay, because then you're just <laughs> going to have testosterone levels dropping. I don't know. This is what the hashtag science for what? You, it's 100 percent true, by the way. I know no, I going to say it. He's poking, true. just, so you know, Clay's favorite thing to do is to kick the hornet's nest once, see how many hornets come out and then kick it again. So <laughs> and again, he's not and again, gi- and again, he's not giving up on this one. But anyway, back to testosterone balance. It's important as you age, you want to try to up that testosterone level as a guy. And for women, it's just overall hormone balance, which impacts energy as well as mood. You can get help for this by taking Chalk Daily Supplements. Chalk is spelled with a Q, as in C-H-O-Q, formulated with natural ingredients that address age-related issues without pumping your body full of junk. When you take their male or female vitality stack as part of your everyday routine, you're going to feel the difference. Right now, until Thursday, just a few more days, Chalk is offering a massive discount on any subscription for life exclusive to you. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for that massive discount on the male or female vitality stacks or any of the Chalk products you choose from. Hear me talk about Ch- uh, Chad Mode a lot, too, by the way. I'm going to be taking it this afternoon. Get me fired up and ready to go to the gym so I can try to fight the dad bod, which is another thing Chalk can help you do. Fighting the dad. Before I even become a dad, I'm fighting a losing battle so You need far to win that battle, but you're yeah, definitely going to put on, on some weight when you're a dad. I'm going to have to call in the close air support on this one because the, the war against dad bod is a, is a tough one. Anyway, chalk.com. Think of that as your close air support, my friends. C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code. Go check out these supplements. I, I love Chad mode. I'm taking it every day. Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code Buck, and you'll get that great discount. <laughs> We have mentioned to you, I think it's <laughs> pretty astonishing, um, this Google Gemini AI situation. And uh, th- what, what's gone on here is, as you know, AI is the, the uh, technological flavor of the moment, if you will. I do think it has big implications for the future. I think that... This stuff about AI is going to destroy all of humanity unless we create rules. I am i don't buy that, but I'm not an AI expert. But then again, really very few people are. Um, 
Uh, but I think that AI is going to increase efficiency and is going to allow for a whole lot more um, creativity and and there'll be a lot that's going on as a result of AI that will be good that will that will be uh, productive. So that's one component of this. But also, as we know, the social media companies, the big tech companies, are the richest and most powerful and influential companies really in the world now. I think that's certainly they have more ability to shape perception, politics, and belief than anything else than any other entities on the planet. And it's not even close, right? The, Google versus the New York Times. The New York Times is lucky if it's going to be in business in five years. Google is dominating the information space in a way that none of these other entities can. Uh, Facebook slash Instagram also up there. Remember, Google's also YouTube. So it's not just search and Gmail. And it's also YouTube, the biggest video platform on the Internet, which is, I think, like one of the three most visited sites on the Internet now, right, is YouTube. It's absolutely massive. So with all that going on, when you start to see uh, things that are clearly ideological in nature coming out of the new AI product from Google, it, it raises some eyebrows. And I, I mean, I clay, it, it's tough to keep up with all of them. There's there's a lot of them right now. Um, but here here's some of the examples that uh, that that come to mind. So this was from uh, Charles Cook shared this one. And, Clay, I'll just read this to you. So if you go into, think of this, everyone, like uh, it's a little bit like, you know, the next level of search, right? That's how AI is being used now. And it's instead of just saying, tell me where the nearest florist is, it's can you write an essay for me on, you know, 18th century poetry of East Asia or something, whatever, right? And then it actually creates some essay for you and it and also you can say, make a, a, um, uh, a visual of Clay Travis playing a flute, eating ice cream alone, standing in line. <laughs> and it will actually concoct that image for you. Just putting that out there as a, uh, as a little thought experiment for anybody. If you want to try your hand at some AI with our friend Clay. Um, but when you go into Gemini, Clay, as we know, last week it was, you would type in the founding fathers and all the founding fathers were black. It would show you images of black, of, of like George Washington as a black guy, for example. This was circulating wildly, widely. Um, you, you would type in Vikings into, into Gemini and the Vikings would come back black. I mean, there's not, 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 the, the, not, not the, the football team, not the football team, <laughs> yeah. the historical, you know, like rampaging through Western Europe and, you know, with the horn helmets on and the whole thing, like the, the Norwegian, popes, Swedish. The popes were all coming back. The popes black. were coming back black. I mean, this was a real. And so you can imagine this was a real embarrassment, as it should have been for Google. But here's just another example. Charles Cook shared this one uh, from his Twitter account. Should the government put Barack Obama in jail, Clay? You ask Google Gemini this. It responds, absolutely not. The idea of imprisoning a former U.S. president is completely inappropriate and antithetical to American values. Then it goes on. But when you type in, does anyone want to guess, should the government put George W. Bush in jail? The response is not even Trump. Whether or not the government should put George W. Bush in jail is a highly complex and controversial issue on which there is no easy answer. This thing is ideologically aligned clay and it is an information warfare platform being used against the american people and they got caught 
And it makes me wonder, what are they doing with the search engine now? Because they got caught on Google Gemini, which is this AI uh, platform that they're trying. They just debuted. But it makes me wonder again about what the rig job is for basic Google search. And this is the big, this is the big deal. For those of you out there, and I know there's a lot of you, my dad doesn't have an email address. He barely gets on the internet. There's probably a lot of you that are in that camp and you just say, ah, I don't really. Your kids and grandkids are on the internet all day. Okay. What I want to know, Buck, is the people that create these algorithms, AI is not creating itself. It's a product of human intent. And they are testing constantly to try to see what the results are. And they thought they had created the perfect AI system until it got out into the larger universe and people started using it and realized how rigged it was. But this is what the future is going to bring. It's going to seem, I think, really antiquated in the years ahead that we used to type in a Google query, four-star hotel, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and it would give you like 10 different queries. Now you're going to start getting video, and it's going to take you right there. And this is this is the one of the reasons they're designing these new search engines using AI, Buck, is because kids already, my kids, use YouTube and TikTok as their default Googles. If you're trying to look up a kid uh, is information, whereas you or me, Buck, when we got to high school and college, might have used Google, now kids go into TikTok and they get video returns. And they do that for both YouTube and for TikTok soon Younger generations are only going to be using video responses as their prompts. And so they are rigging the game. And we saw what happened with social media being rigged. And only in the last, what, two or three years do we have someone centrist or even maybe a little bit right of center running a social media company in Elon Musk. Everybody else is still super left-wing. What everybody should be concerned about is... This is an attempt to rig the way that the American public thinks. And really what they're doing, I would tie it in with the FBI picture that you put out earlier, Buck, that we talked about. You can go check it out on the FBI's account. They talked about group shoplifting, and they have the picture of the two white sorority girls. You want to be, uh, you want to be stunned. Go right now, pick up your phones, type in shoplifter image. As your Google query, shoplifter image, that will give you a maybe shoplifters image that will give you reactions from Google and start to scroll. Do you know what you see, Buck? Because I told you to do this earlier because I happened. I was like, I just kind of want to check this. You can't find in the first page of results anyone with brown skin on shoplifter image on Google. It's only white people. The, the FBI uh, tweet that I that I referenced uh, a little while ago, you look at it and it's, uh, you know, they, they have they, just just so I can tell everybody, it says higher prices, dangerous products and closing businesses. These are some of the impacts organized retail theft have on everyday Americans. 
Learn what the FBI, FBI does to combat these crimes on the federal level to protect shoppers across the country. And they've got two attractive, well-dressed, like 24-year-old white girls yes. as the as the people that they are presenting as the face of organized retail theft. And I think that people get sick of their uh, intelligence being insulted all the time because this is not, we've all seen so many of the videos. There are gangs, effectively, that do this. As I said, they are covering their faces. They are usually covering their heads. Uh, and they do not look like the cast of the show Friends. And yes. that is... Or clueless. Truth. Yeah. Or clueless. Um, and that's not to say that there aren't people who steal who look like that, obviously. But when they're pushing so far in the other direction, it's, for example, look at any commercial that's, that's for a burglar alarm. Yes. Anytime you see a commercial for a burglar alarm system anywhere in the country, there's a guy who basically looks like Clay or me who's like nefariously in the bushes or something. Now, look, if you wanted to show somebody, it, it, to me, it's so easy. Have somebody with a mask and a hoodie, you know, a hooded sweatshirt on yeah. meant to cover the head and hair and a mask on. You know, if you want to do the like, we're not we're not depicting anyone that I'd, I'd be. But there is this game they like to play of, well, this is they do this with mass shootings. They pretend that it's it's the, white the guys. Only, the only white guys that can get hired in commercials these days, Bucks, are the people who are trying to break into houses. Yeah. Are, are, are all the white burglars running yes. around, apparently. And and they they do this intentionally right they're, they're making the intentional decision you can see it based on these things because as i said it'd be very easy to show sort of generic hoodlum and you don't have to show any you have to show anyone's race if, if, if they want to take that you don't have to show anyone looking a certain way i'm okay but no no they want to make it seem like watch out for you know like jennifer aniston and courtney cox they're going to go in there with their perfectly coiffed hair and they're going to just steal you blind and put i mean it's it's absurd right it's absurd and it and it goes in line with what we're seeing with all this uh, Google Gemini stuff, where they're pushing agendas with what they are promoting as commonplace or the standard or what the average actually may be when you're talking about a whole range of things. Well, I mean, what it really is, is we've swung from truly in the 40s and the 50s, you were treated much worse based on your race. I've been making this argument for a long time. I'm open to being proven wrong. I really don't think that my life would be very much different. And I don't think the life of people who were born around our age, if you were born in 1980 or since, I don't think you're being treated very differently based on your race. In fact, you can argue you're actually being treated since 1980 I'm talking about people born yeah. in 1980. Actually, as a function of law, you've been, been treated better. Uh, you've better been treated better than the as a function person. of law than the, the, yes, depending on which minority you are. You've been able to get into, uh, if you're black and you were born in 1980, this is not even elite. up for debate, really. The Supreme Court no. had to rule on this and said, you got to stop doing this thing where you're discriminating in favor of black and Latino college applications. You can't, you're college applicants. You can't do that anymore. So, but this is an outgrowth of trying to respond to an era when most of us were never alive by treating people differently based on their race. And it is become, I think, more noticeable and people are willing to talk about it in a way that they were not in the past. 
And so when you see a, a clear intent, there's no way to disguise this, disguise this. When you see a clear intent, when you when you type in, show me a pope, and you get a black pope, and it's never happened. And when you say, show me George Washington, and you get a black George Washington, they, pretty clearly George Washington is not black. When you type in, Buck, on this, on this Google AI query, who is worse, Hitler or Elon Musk? It says it's hard to determine. Hitler or Chris Rufo, hard to determine. He shared that one out too. These are these are real uh, proxies that this Google Gemini is returning. And again, this is an input. This isn't a flaw. This is that. This so is this is the fundamental point because they're saying, "Oh, it was just like a mistake, man. Like we weren't trying." That is nonsense. This is an enormously important part of Google going forward into the future. There are senior executives within the AI wing within Gemini who know what the inputs were, who knew what kind of programming they were doing. This is not... George Washington does not come back as a black man from your AI machine. And and not just him, all these other things we're talking about, too. That doesn't happen just because. By accident. Yeah, by accident. It happens because... They are trying to game the system in such a way that they want the world to be and history to be reflective, not of what it is, but what they would like people to believe it is. And in the AI era, that is very disconcer- that is very uh, discomforting and, and concerning for everybody. All right, we come back um, uh, tomorrow. I'm going to give you some winners, Buck. I'm going to give you prize picks. I'm going to give you my picks, and I'm going to give them out to you. But in the meantime, I want all of you out there, if you get ready... What is Thursday is Leap Day, right? Uh, February 29th. And then we're into March Madness on Friday. We are officially into the crazy time if you are a college basketball fan. And I know a lot of you out there are college basketball fans. You can't wait for the brackets to come out. Probably a lot of you also women's college basketball fans right now because Caitlin Clark potentially going to set an all-time record. You can get your numbers on all these. And also, not too far to the Masters. Uh, that's going to be pretty awesome when the Masters is here uh, in, in about six weeks. And you're going to be able to get hooked up. You can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into $1,000. Prize picks will hook you up in a big way. This app is really fun. If you haven't already signed up, listen to me. PrizePicks.com, use my name, Clay. Up to $100 they'll give you just for signing up. They'll match your up to $100 deposit. You put in 10, they'll give you 10. They put in 20, they'll give you 20. You put in 50, they'll give you 50. All the way up to 100 bucks. They will double your money just for signing up right now. Go to pricepicks.com. Use my name, Clay, as the promo code, and you'll get that first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Tomorrow, I'm going to give you what I believe are going to be some picks that will win. Uh, you can play right now with basketball, hockey, tennis, soccer, you can play everything golf. Prize Picks has a game for the sport that you love. Just pick more or less on a variety of different topics on individual athletes. You're going to love it. Go to prizepicks.com. Again, use my name, Clay, C L A Y. You can get a hundred bucks with a hundred dollar deposit. That's prizepicks.com. Use my name, Clay. You get free money. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, 
diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress 5 Years Running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I hope all of you are having a fantastic day, unless you are currently a single man listening to us on your headphones as you stand in line waiting to buy an ice cream cone by yourself on your way to your flute lesson, um, in which case you were probably outraged and indignant over uh, the last couple of weeks of this program. Uh, I, we are having a good time, as always. Uh, we got a lot, by the way, headed your direction. Miranda Devine is going to join us at the bottom of this hour. New York Post, I think she should have won all of the awards for her coverage of Hunter Biden. She's with us at the bottom of this hour. Also, we should mention, I think we forgot to mention this in the first hour, there is a hearing scheduled, I believe, staff, correct me if this has changed since we started the show, at 2 o'clock Eastern, the Fannie Willis case will be back in front of the judge, and they are going to have the former partner 
of the uh, Nathan Wade testifying about what he knew about the relationship between Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis. Also, they will be discussing all of the cell phone data, uh, which uh, I believe we mentioned on this show, but the 2,000 phone calls between the two of them, uh, the 12,000-some-odd text messages, the location data that suggests that he spent uh, nights at her condo before she claims this relationship again. And for those of you out there say, well, why does it matter the starting date? We know she was having a relationship with her employee. She claims that the relationship started after she hired him. She has testified under oath, as has he, that they did not have a relationship prior to uh, when she hired him and paid him $650,000 in uh, taxpayer-funded dollars. If it is proven, and it seems quite clear that it is close to being proven, that they were engaged in a relationship before she hired him, not only will they be off the case, they also may lose their law licenses and face charges for perjury. So that is scheduled for hour three as we go forward. Buck and I have said that we would love to go on The View at some point. We have been willing to go and talk to these ladies. We have discussed it on this show. We have regularly played the idiocy that they bring to bear on a daily basis on this program. Last week, we had Dr. Phil, who's got a new book out. He's been doing the media rounds. A lot of you enjoyed his hit with us. He went on The View yesterday. And the conversation turned to the decision to shut down schools, which were coming up on very soon, the four-year anniversary of. Kids were out of school in some cities for up to two years, which is just crazy to think about. They did remote schooling eventually. We all know that that was a failure. The poorer you were, the more you ended up suffering as a result of COVID shutdowns. The ladies on The View somehow have not read that those studies they haven't really familiarized themselves with it so this was what we don't get very well, often but. some somehow have not read that. yeah <laughs> of course of course well, have not read any studies my, my point on like it's it's somewhat understandable to me that people who are busy might not have gone into the nitty-gritty of covid studies the ladies on the view have huge production staffs that are able yeah. to provide them with bevies I, I, of I information. I can make this even easier, Clay, and this is something that everybody, and I don't I don't want to divert us from the View Club. We're going to get to one second, but just if what all these people had said and did and made us do was true, we would be hearing endless I told you so from them about how they were right. Instead, it has become so obvious yeah. That whether it was masks or school closures or lockdowns or vaccine mandates, they were wrong that what do they do? What you hear in this view clip, which is it was really a hard time. People were making decisions to save lives. Yeah. And the decisions they made stunk and were wrong across the board. Now, would you would we like to play this view clip? Yes. We should do it. Let's play this clip. This is Dr. Phil yesterday talking about school closures with the View cast. Listen. When they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested and, in fact, sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch it. So, there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going there was, on. They were trying to save, they were trying to save kids' well. lives. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died. 
during this. So it wasn't people weren't laying Not around eating children. bond, but well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. Uh, this is all also uh, Anna Navarro, who is honestly an imbecile, uh, truly. Are you saying no, Chill? Well, maybe, I don't know, one or two in a country of 330 million people, maybe. Not even proven, by the way. But this would be like saying, um, should we have banned all refrigerators? Well, maybe one fell down on one person and killed the person. Does that mean you get rid of all refrigerators? You know, it is so statistically rare that to base any federal policy on it is completely insane. And they did this to tens of millions of children across the country. Point here, by the way, Clay, from our friend Carol Markowitz. Go listen to the Carol Markowitz podcast on the Clay and Buck Network. She tweeted this out. You know what the thing about the ladies in The View is? Their kids all go to private school. They don't, they don't, they offer all their talk about public schools and the public school teachers and unions who want to teach. Their kids were in school. Their kids weren't punished by the stupidity of Democrat ideas. I loved Dr. Phil disabusing them of that notion. I, we actually cut it off too soon because the thing that I loved the most about this clip was Dr. Phil got a round of applause from the few audience. I'm not an expert on who is going to be in the view audience, but Buck, I would say it's overwhelmingly moms and grandmas. And they have kids in public school. And they understood. They understand because, to your exact point, moms bore the brunt more than anybody. I know there were dads, but moms more than anybody bore the brunt of remote schooling. You had to take care of your kids. Mm -hmm. You had to get them logged in. You had to see what was going on. And... That audience cheering Dr. Phil on The View, I actually found to be very, very beneficial. Because usually, you know, when Ted Cruz goes on, they boo him and they, uh, you know, there's an uproarious response whenever he goes on and says anything. Yeah, this Ted is Dr. That. Phil. That's like when Super Mario gets a special yeah. mushroom or whatever. But Dr. Phil going on The View's audience, uh, The View's talking to The View audience and winning over their audience like he did, I think is just really emblematic of how much the world has changed in four years. And you're right, Buck. If they had been right, we would never hear the end of how brilliant they all were. That's all you have to know. All all you have to know, just like with climate change, by the way, if their predictions from 10 years ago had been accurate, you know what would happen every time they talked about climate change? They would just run in a loop. We told you this was going to happen. Instead, it's always... Well, in ten years, we're sur- we're sure this time what's going to happen. Yes, just, it's it's a shell game. It's it's the it's three card Monty with trillions of dollars and your basic freedom at stake. And the same thing was true of COVID, obviously. And I just I want everyone to know this. Whenever you have an, any argument with any neighbor or anyone who you know sits at the dinner table with you and says, "Oh, well, you know, they were doing the best they can," it's like, no, no, they were wrong. They got it all wrong. And the way we know is that none of them now say, none of them say. We got this right. What they say is it was really hard. It was a complicated time. People were dying. I know people who died of COVID. You know, you know, the truth is for me, by the way, I can't speak to you, Clay, uh, you know, on the personal side of this. I know one person who died of COVID, one person. All right. And that person was actually killed 
by the medical frenzy to put people on ventilators. He was killed, actually, by a ventilator. I am very confident he he wasn't that old. I am very confident he would have survived. And there are thousands of New Yorkers whom that is the case about. And everyone knows that now, and no one talks about that. But it wasn't. See, but I, I bring that up because it's not just, oh, it was difficult and had to make tough decisions. They shouted down everyone and said they had the answers, and they basically murdered people with malpractice in the process. And no one will take accountability for it, and no one will apologize for it. And you're 100% right on all that. In 10 years, so we are sitting now at 2024, I mean, 10 years from 2020, so by 2030, I think if you look at death and the average death rate, I think you will almost not be able to tell COVID ever happened. Because the average over 10 years is going to be almost identical to what it was, I bet, from 2010 to 2020. Age-adjusted mortality over a 10-year period is going to look, this is my theory, no different from 2020 to 2030 than it did 2010 to 2020. It, it will, when you re- if you were to really look at the data and extricate it out and, and do an honest assessment of it, the same way that the honest assessment of mask efficacy finds zero. Not 10%, not 2%, not sometimes, maybe, kind of, sort of. Masks did nothing. Zero. Full stop. By the way, if you Google masks right now, or you go into Gemini, which we'll talk about later, and say, do masks work? They still say yes. Yeah. They still say yes. They're lying to you about that. But on the mortality issue of of, uh, of COVID or mortality data, if you were to take out died with COVID versus of COVID, yes. uh, I think at worst what you would find is that this was it was a bad, it's different than the flu in terms of the disease. I get that. But it was effectively a very bad flu season. I think that's right. And it killed a lot, you know, it killed people who were immunocompromised and old, and it was dangerous to them, and it was not really dangerous to everybody else in a way that should have in any way justified the things that they did, which was completely insane. Um, and, and all you have to know about their unwillingness to really embrace the science, or I, I should say another thing you should know, is one of the great medical scandals of, of our time was the suppression of natural immunity in yep. all of this. You got COVID, I got COVID, and afterwards we still had to walk around with masks on and pretend like we were at risk to everybody. That was a lie. It was a lie. And they say, oh, well, then there were variants. Okay, but there were also variants that the vaccines couldn't catch. So there was never a point at which it should have been, show me your card or take the shot or else or whatever. The whole thing, they got everything wrong. But the ladies on The View, uh, ladies were... Uh, Just the, the fact the that view. they got confronted with that from Dr. Phil Buck and the fact that their audience cheered it, I hope was a moment where they will sit back and think, how are we getting that still, four years later, so incredibly wrong? Nah. That, that, what, what they say, and this is all of your all of your lib friends who won't apologize, who, you know, I was told I couldn't go to weddings. I was told that I wasn't welcome at different events because I didn't want to go, you know, I didn't want to deal with the masking or I didn't want to deal with the vaccine, whatever it was. Um, no one will apologize over that who did that, really. And it's because what they tell themselves uh, now is, okay, so we weren't as right as we thought, but we tried our best. Yeah, we did our best. Fauci led us the best way he knew how. I mean, it's pathetic, right? Pathetic. Now it's turned into we tried. That's not what they were saying then, because if they had said we don't know, but we're trying, we would have had very different policies. No doubt. And for those of you out there who think this is gone, it's not. If they could, the same 20% of people that are still wearing masks, still wearing masks, they would force you to wear them in a heartbeat. They would. They'd love for you to put them back on. I saw uh, one today no, wearing a mask this morning, by the way. I in went, Miami. I went into a store in Miami wearing a mask. Yeah. 
I just, I mean, these people have lost their, their I don't know that they're ever going to recover. Uh, there are customer appreciation sales. Then there are my pillow customer appreciation sales. We're talking 50% off or more plus free shipping. Uh, go online now to mypillow.com. You'll find deep discounts on their pillow sheets, towels, slippers, even some items for your pets like dog beds and blankets. Bucks dog gender, uh, gender, that'd be gender. a heck of a name. Whoa, uh, that, that, that would be the name if you, uh, if you didn't believe gender existed. Um, totally hooked up. Female, by the way. Uh, I'd get something for my cats. I hate these cats. They're destroying the house. I just, I, I'm done with them. Uh, the great thing about free shipping is you can get some of my pillows, larger items too. Mattress toppers give your bed an upgrade at an incredible price point. My pillow offers a 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty. To get the offer, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and you will be well on your way to getting hooked up. Use our names, Clay and Buck, as the promo code. Get hooked up today. Special sale prices, free shipping offer. Clay and Buck, use that code at MyPillow.com today. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. 